the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Remember first listening to this over a year ago when I decided to wander through all of his teachings on the book of Hebrews. I listened on the TTB app. At the time, I felt that God was sending it at just the right time. I had been asking these questions to myself for a very long time. What about the others? The others that didn't get the miracle? The others that weren't healed? Or the others whose child's life was not spared? I finally asked God these questions. That was when I heard this teaching from Dr. McGee. I then read the booklet, Why Do God's Children Suffer? Dr. McGee is the only teacher I have heard discuss this subject. Many would not dare to bring it up. I was really touched this morning listening to this teaching again. God bless all of the faithful who are suffering. I do think of them often, and I know God is with them. Now let's commit this time in 1 John chapter 4 to the Lord. Father, thank you for your spirit that leads us into your truth. Would you open our eyes so that we can see the wonders of your word? In Jesus' name, amen. Now here's Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. Now, friends, we return back to this very important section in 1 John, the fourth chapter. Now, we are in this particular area that is called God is love. We have three great definitions of God in this wonderful little book. God is light. And that was in the first chapter down through the second verse of the second chapter. Now, the very heart of this epistle is God is love. And that began with the third verse of the second chapter, and it goes through chapter 4. And then chapter 5, that we'll be coming to shortly, is God is life. And so these are the three great definitions that are given of God. And they constitute the division of this very marvelous book. Now, beginning with chapter 4, we have what some have called a parenthesis. Maybe it's not quite that, but it is certainly a red light that is put up, a caution sign, a stop, look, and listen sign that this matter of love must be done with judgment and knowledge and that we are to love believers, but we better be sure that the believers are not false teachers, and that, as he's made it very clear, we are to prove the spirits, and that there are false prophets that are around that are teaching false things. And in John's day, of course, there was the Docetic and Serentian Gnostics, and they denied, actually, the humanity of Christ, and in so doing, they actually denied the deity of Christ also, and they made him a very strange, weird individual. Now, God's people, for some strange reason, have always been credulous and gullible, and there are many believers that will fall victims, as Dr. A.T. Robertson, the great Greek scholar years ago put it, the latest fads in spiritualistic humbuggery. Well, there's a lot of that going around in our day. And he spends that time to give us that warning to beware. And 
a false teacher will deny the incarnation of Christ. Don't tell me the virgin birth is not important. Somebody says, can you be a Christian and deny the virgin birth? You cannot. That's impossible because the very mark of a false prophet or a false teacher is at that very point. And when you destroy the virgin birth, you destroy his death for sins of the world upon the cross and his bodily resurrection. In other words, you wreck the Christian faith. And that is the reason that the virgin birth has been the place where there's been so much of denial in our day. And that, of course, reveals a false teacher immediately. And then the child of God is given the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God is to lead and to guide us. Now, beginning at verse 7, he comes back to talk to his little children again about this great subject of love. Now, we went over part of this, but it'll be good for us to have a good healthy review today at verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and every one that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Now, all through here, the word love is the agape love. Agape love is the highest form of love, and it's above sex, and it's above human relationship. That is, you can love your wife or your mother or your father are your children, are your kissing cousins, as we said. But that is not really what John's talking about. He's talking about that which is supernatural. It's not sentimental, and it's not sexual, and it's not social. That is, it's not love of the friends that you delight in being with. It has to do with the kind of love that God loves and this is a verse that I'm afraid that some of us have misused. Now, maybe you haven't, but when I was a student in college, I used this verse in courting a girl at that time, and I gave her verse 7, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. But the kind of love I was talking about, friends, wasn't the kind that John was talking about. I can assure you that, and I sure did misinterpret that. And I must confess, I didn't have a very lofty purpose at that particular time. So that this can be misused. Beloved, let us love one another. That is, believers. And I want to say this is the acid test. This is the very thing that tests whether you have a real, genuine coin or not. That's the way coins are tested. And here's the way believers are tested. And it's something, by the way, that we need to, I think, emphasize today, that we are to prove the spirits. And therefore, we are to love the brethren. Beloved, let us love one another, that is, believers. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Now, that is approaching it from the human side. When you meet a person who says he's a believer, and you find out he loves you and loves the brethren, he's a born-again child of God. I am so thrilled here in this radio ministry. I think people say things and letters to us that they probably would not say to us personally. But we get many letters where people say, Dr. McGee, I love you. Well, 
I want to tell you I like that because of the fact that they tell me why, that we've been listening to you. A family wrote me and they said, you brought our two children to the Lord. Well, that to me is an evidence that these are real born-again children of God that are writing to us. And then he says, he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Now, that's going to occur again in verse 16, that God is love and twice that is given here. And Dr. Ironside has a very remarkable story here relative to this, and I'm going to pass on to you his story because I think it reveals in a very wonderful way that only Christianity reveals a God of love. Look at the images of the heathen and the pagan world today. And here is Dr. Ironside's story. He said years ago, a lady who prided herself on belonging to the intelligentsia said to me, I have no use for the Bible or for Christian superstition and religious dogma. It's enough for me to know that God is love. Well, I said, do you know it? She says, why, of course I do. She said, we all know that. And that is religion enough for me. I do not need the dogmas of the Bible. And then Dr. Ironside said, how did you find out that God is love? Why, she said, everybody knows that. And then he answered her again. He says, do they know it yonder in India? That poor mother in her distress, throwing her little babe into the holy Ganges to be eaten by filthy and repulsive crocodiles as a sacrifice for her sins? Does she know that God is love? And then this woman came back and said, oh, well, she's ignorant and superstitious. And then he came back with this. He says, those poor, wretched blacks in the jungles of Africa bowing down to gods of wood and stone and in constant fear of their fetishes and the poor heathen in other countries, do they know that God is love? And then she said, perhaps not, but in a civilized land, we all know it. But then he asked the question, but how is it what we know it? Who told us so? Where did you find it out? And she said, I don't understand what you mean, for I've always known it. And then he gave her this. Let me tell you this, he said. No one in the world ever knew it until it was revealed from heaven and recorded in the Word of God. It's here and nowhere else. It's not found in all the literature of the ancients. Now... How was this love of God manifested here? How was it revealed here? And then he gives us that. He says, in this was manifested the love of God toward us, that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Now, when he says only begotten son, and here is another verse where those who like to rob us of the deity of Christ like to turn to. When he's called the only begotten son, it means that there is a unique relationship, that he wasn't created. Because God called the angels actually his sons. He says those that trust Christ today are sons of God. But yet he says that the Lord Jesus is the only begotten son. And did you know that God said the same thing to Abraham, that he was to offer his only begotten son Isaac? Well, at that time he had Ishmael. Later on he had some others. But 
Ishmael was his son and just as much his son as Isaac was his son. And the fact of the matter is, he probably looked as much like Abraham as Isaac ever did look like Abraham. But Isaac is called the only begotten. Why? Because he is unique. His birth is miraculous birth. He stands in a unique relationship. And therefore, the Lord Jesus Christ, in his position in the deity, is the Son, as God the Father is the Father. But that doesn't mean he's a human father. God is a spirit, the Lord Jesus said. Now, may I say to you, this sets before us the uniqueness of the Son of God, his only begotten Son, into the world that we might live through him. Now, this is a strange thing, but how are we going to live through him? We're going to live through him because he died. His death gives us life. Now, will you, you notice he goes on to say this in verse 10. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Now, we've had that up before. We had that back in chapter 2 at the beginning. He's the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. Now, what you have here is something I think quite remarkable. Now, I recognize that there are two different words that are used for propitiation. I should say this. It's the same word, but a different form of it. The greatest, I think, Greek scholar of all of them, Dr. A.T. Robinson at Louisville Baptist Seminary years ago, says that here the word propitiation is a predictive, accusative in opposition with weos, that is the son, so that what the word means actually mercy seat. And in the Old Testament, it was the word atonement, and that word meant to cover. And it was a picture of that mercy seat that was in the tabernacle. Now, let me make it as simple as we possibly can. Back in the tabernacle, in the Holy of Holies, there was an ark. And on top of that ark, there was just a top for it. And it was highly ornamented. It was made of solid gold, and two cherubim beams were up on it, and they looked down at the top of the box. And it was a very beautiful thing, for the ark was made of acacia wood inlaid with gold and outside covered with gold. And it was a mercy seat where they met God, that is the nation, in the person of the high priest. Once a year and only once a year, he came in and he brought blood and sprinkled it on the mercy seat. And that's what made it a mercy seat because they could only meet God in that way. God loved them, but he just didn't slop over with love and said, you can just come any way. This was the way they were to come to God. And on that great day of atonement, the high priest went in and sprinkled the blood. That meant the nation was accepted for another year. And then they'd have to go through it again. Now the Lord Jesus Christ is called here, as Paul says in the third chapter of Romans, that he is the propitiation for our sins. That means he's the mercy seat for our sins. Jesus is himself the mercy seat because he died down here 
He was delivered for our offenses. He was raised for our justification. He's made expiation for our sins so that you and I can come with boldness to his throne now of grace. That throne is the throne of grace because there is mercy there for us. And that is what he did. And that's the way God, of course, demonstrated his love. Now, if you'll notice that the two definitions we're given here of God, it says God is love in 1 John 4, 8, and then 1 John 4, 16. God is love. All right? That's a very wonderful thing. But do you notice that you can't say God is mercy? And you can't say God is grace. And you can't even say God is justice. You can say God is holy because that's what God is like means. But you can't say these, but you can say God is love. But again, I must say this, God does not save us by love. He loved us, and we don't want to lose sight of that. But friends, God just cannot open the back door of heaven and slip us in under cover of darkness because he loves us. And God cannot let down the bars of heaven and bring us in the front door. God cannot do that, and God will not do that. We have seen so much of shenanigans that have gone on in this nation of ours today. And of course, the judges and the ones that are higher up today have gotten rid or wanted to get rid of capital punishment. Why? Because they know that if a man has money or an influence today, that he will not have his life taken. It is the poor fellow. The tragic thing is that we believe today that you can buy justice and influence today. My friend, with God, and though God loves you, he does not save you by love, and he cannot save you by love. God had to do something about the fact that God is holy and righteous, and what he does is right. So God gave his son to die on the cross for you and me, to pay the penalty for our sins so that a holy God can now reach down and save us. And it's only on that basis today that a holy God can save us, friends. He cannot save us on any other basis at all. So Christ is the mercy seat. Now, that's where God reveals his love. He gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. Therefore, he can say that herein is love, not that we love God. We didn't love him first. God didn't do this for us because we were attractive or because we were good or because we promised to do something. God did this while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. That is the thing that is so important today to recognize that you and I are sinners, and God loved us while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. God did it at that time, and God loved us at that time, but he's made a way for us if we will accept it, and he's made it very clear you'll have to accept it. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. You either come his way or you don't come, friends. 
It's nonsense today to talk about the fact that God is love and everything's going to work out all right. You bet it's going to work all right because the lost are going to a lost eternity and the saved are going to a saved eternity. That's the reason things are going to work out all right. And are they going to work out all right for you? They will if you come God's way. This is tremendously important. Now he says here in verse 11, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Now, God's demonstrated his love, and therefore you and I ought to love on that plane. He puts in, beloved, if God so loved us, it carries our minds back here in his love that God gave his son for us. He loved us enough to give his son as a propitiation for our sins. Now, if we love them which love us, or there's some motive for us loving it. There's no value in that. The Lord Jesus said, if ye love them which love you, what reward have you? Do not even the publicans the same? Now, we ought to love one another. And I like that in there because when he says ought, he means it. He means that this is not a cheap sentiment that a great many people entertain today. But he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Now, if you really love him, he says, keep his commandments. And this is my commandment, he says, that you love one another. How about it, friend? You mean to tell me that you can hate Christians down here and still love God? And I want to say this to you very frankly today. If you cannot demonstrate in your life that you have love for other believers, there is a serious question of whether you are a child of God or not. A serious question of whether you actually are a child of God. There's a lot of nonsense going on today. And it's not backslapping that we're talking about or calling somebody brother and in the church being so nice. But do you have a concern for believers? Do you have a concern today to get out his word? Do you have a concern to serve him? That's the thing that is important. The Lord Jesus could even say on the cross, Father, forgive them, they don't know what they do. And the first martyr of the church said the same thing Stephen said. Can you forgive like that today? Are you able to forgive those that have hurt you and harmed you and they profess to be children of God? Well, I want to tell you, if they can't return your love, there's some question about whether they're a child of God or not. That is the real test. That's the acid test. And this hurts, doesn't it? Because we don't hear this in these little seminars, these little group meetings where we talk about how to live the Christian life and how to get along with your wife. My friend, here's the bedrock of all of it. Do you love him? And then do you love other believers? Until next time, may God richly bless you, my beloved. We can't love others in our own strength. It takes the love of God poured out in our hearts, as Romans 5, 5 says, to love each other God's way. For more resources on how to demonstrate God's love to others, please visit ttb.org or give us a call at 1-800-65-BIBLE for some guided help. We'll learn more about how to love our neighbors on tomorrow's broadcast. God bless you today as you walk with Him. Jesus Say, he washed it white as snow.
Our journey on the Bible bus today is supported by the prayers and gifts of fellow passengers as we travel through the Bible. You've been listening to Through the Bible, sponsored by Through the Bible Radio Network. This program was pre recorded. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. To mainstream media, the designation black conservative represents a contradiction in terms. Conventional wisdom insists African Americans must automatically identify as progressive or even radical to be true to their racial identity. But a bold new film explodes that patronizing assumption with passion, wit, and a series of admirable examples. Uncle Tom features black leaders like Alan West, Herman Cain, Robert Woodson, Candace Owens, and my talk radio colleague Larry Elder, who's also one of the film's producers. Without narration or an overarching storyline, the film provides insightful, sometimes intimate observations in vivid black and white, so the contemporary comments blend seamlessly with stunning historical footage. Uncle Tom is perfectly timed at a moment of accusatory hysteria and race relations. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Each year, millions of Americans have allergic reactions to food. Although most food allergies cause relatively mild and minor symptoms, some can cause severe reactions and may even be life-threatening. The eight most common allergenic foods account for 90% of reactions. For more information about food labels and food allergies, visit FDA.gov. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Brazil's President Bolsonaro says he has tested positive for COVID-19. He had said that his history as an athlete would shield him from the virus but it would be nothing more, in his words, than a little flu if he were to contract it. The personal protective gear that was in dangerously short supply during the early weeks of the coronavirus crisis in the U.S. running low again. The new shortages come as the virus resumes its rapid spread. Deborah Berger, president of National Nurses United, says there are shortages of gowns, hair covers, shoe covers, and N95 masks. Work crews in Richmond, Virginia, have lifted away a monument to Confederate General Jeb Stuart. It's the third major Confederate statue to be removed in the Confederacy's former capital. This is SRN News. Good information leads to preparation, not panic. Here at Faith Talk, we're all about strength between Sundays and good information regarding the coronavirus and its impact in our community. At the top of our homepage at letstalkfaith.com, you'll see a link called Coronavirus Info, and you can click on it for the latest reliable information. So let's trust God, stay well, and stay informed. For the latest, click the Coronavirus Info link at the top of our homepage at letstalkfaith.com. This time next week, I'll be sick in bed with West Nile virus, thanks to a mosquito bite right in front of my house. In eight minutes, my daughter will be in an ambulance, having an asthma attack triggered by cockroaches. I'm going to be bitten by a tick today. I won't even know it until Lyme disease turns my life upside down. Learn how to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the CDC. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. 
This is the central theme of Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corrie Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. 45 years later comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rice Davies. Watch this captivating film tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In For God and Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turn against Trump, revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, Forgotten Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation. A promise kept for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Encouraging you to go to MyPillow.com for a long time. But now, you just have to go. If you'll go there and click on the radio listener special, you're going to see a long, long list of BOGOs. Buy one, get one free. Like the Supima MyPillows, the MyPillow towels, the roll-and-go-anywhere pillows, the duvet covers. Check it out for yourself. 
one BOGO after another. Plus, if you buy Mike Lindell's new book, What Are the Odds from Crack Addict to CEO, you're going to get free shipping on the entire order and you're going to get a $25 gift card. That's if you go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listener Special. Please, when you go to checkout, use the promo code BOBTALK. Now, if you want to talk to someone, call 800-874-8987. 800-874-8987. But please remember to use the promo code BOBTALK. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen. We think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Tuesday afternoon. Welcome and thank you for joining me. Welcome, of course, to our WRFD people, uh, 880 AM and 104.5 FM in Columbus, Ohio. And a welcome to our friends in Tampa, Florida on WTBN Faith Talk, 570 and 9, a.m. Uh, Bill Bunkley is taking a few days off, and I have the privilege of uh, guest hosting. We uh, simulcast, as we do occasionally in Columbus, Ohio and Tampa, Florida. And then at the top of the hour... We're going to be joined by our friends in Washington, D.C. on WAVA 105.1 FM. So, those of you in Tampa, those of you in Ohio, if you have friends in Washington, D.C., you might let them know to tune in to 105.1 FM WAVA at the top of the hour. So wherever you may be listening, and of course many are listening online, welcome. It is a privilege and a delight to welcome you to the program today. Well, even though we're on in Tampa as well, I've got some Ohio news that should make those of you in Tampa happy as well. Ohio's oldest abortion clinic called the Founders Abortion Clinic is closed. They opened way back in 1973. They've been in business for 47 years, killing thousands and thousands of innocent unborn children. And the Founders Abortion Clinic is 
closed. Now, it's a long history. They lost their license originally back in November of 2018 uh, after one of the physicians broke prescription drug laws. In fact, this uh, clinic has had a long, long history of run-ins with the law, substandard uh, facilities, health, uh, health department violations, and on and on and on and on. But finally... They're gone. They are out of business. And then, and then here's a kind of a goofy Ohio story. And uh, again, those of you in Florida, I don't think you will mind this. Here's the headline. Ohio town will accept statues of historical figures taken down around the U.S. This is the story of Newton Falls, Ohio. It's up in northeast Ohio, about 60 miles east of Cleveland. And uh, city manager David Lynch signed a proclamation over the 4th of July weekend declaring Newton Falls, Ohio, a statuary, sanctuary city. (laughs) I love this. Uh, City Manager David Lynch signed a proclamation declaring a general amnesty specifically for the statues of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, Ulysses S. Grant, Patrick Henry, Francis Scott Key, Theodore Roosevelt, and Christopher Columbus. Now, those of you in Florida, you may not know the wackiness that has been... uh, you know, being taken place here in Columbus. We are Columbus, Ohio, and our great liberal leftist far-left mayor declared "Mm, we're taking down the statue of Christopher Columbus. Yeah, so the, uh, the city of Columbus last week took down the statue of its namesake. By the way, it was given to the city of Columbus back in 1955 as a friendship gesture from Genoa, Italy. And the people of Genoa, Italy are not happy, and neither are many of the residents of Columbus. And of course, the mayor said this will make us a more inclusive community. Isn't it amazing? That whenever the liberal left talks about inclusion, they're excluding someone or something. Have you noticed that? When, whenever they talk about being inclusive, they're excluding a certain religious group, a certain ideological group, a certain political group. In order to be inclusive, the liberal left always excludes. It, it's just, it's just kind of weird, strange, bizarre. And then we have this out of Virginia. This was, wasn't this the weirdest 4th of July weekend of your life? I mean, seriously, wasn't it the weirdest, strangest 4th of July weekend of your, of your life? Well, this makes it even more strange. Richmond, Virginia a construction site where they are building a new office building for state lawmakers in Virginia. Yeah, for state lawmakers, construction site 
And as often the case, the construction company had put up a large American flag. You see that all the time when they uh, when they top out a building. You know, if it's a high-rise building, they top out a building. It's traditional to put an American flag on the top. And I've seen many construction sites with an American flag just to commemorate, you know, the construction and Americans so on and so forth. Well, the Virginia State Department of General Services ordered the flag to be taken down. Say what? Yeah. They ordered the flag to be taken down because it was, and I quote, a potential target for people protesting racial injustice and police brutality. An American flag at a construction site for a new office building for state lawmakers and the state government ordered it to be taken down. A representative from the Department of General Services, Dina Potter, in Virginia said, and I quote, Over the past month, we've seen buildings and structures around Capitol Square vandalized and flags, dumpsters, a bus, and other items set ablaze during demonstrations around the city. So, so instead of dealing with the protesters, the looters, instead of dealing with them... They made the construction company take down the flag. The Washington Post reports that the decision angered a subcontractor whose fireproofing company used tarps to actually make the flag, which was approximately one story tall. The owner of that company, who again made the flag, said, quote, Since when is this flag on this weekend in this country a target? Well, what's going on today and uh, particularly the far liberal left government of Virginia. Can you imagine? Fourth of July weekend. The state government of Virginia orders an American flag to be taken down because it could hurt some people's feelings. Yeah. Elections have consequences, folks. And the people of Virginia, well, they got themselves into this mess. All right, we need to take a quick break, and uh, we'll return. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live. Right now, you may feel lonely or isolated. Faith Talk is here for you. By radio, live stream, and podcast, we continue to share God's Word 24 hours a day. And now at letstalkfaith.com, we're posting links to local church live streams so you can stay connected to the body of Christ in our community. We remain committed to encouraging you in Christ and to providing strength between Sundays. 
Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad, a funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. When confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code TAMPA to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Bill Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree, so you don't have to settle. Now, with over 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price. With many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit, Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue. Or go to mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I started Balance of Nature, I think, the beginning of this year, and I just had my six-month follow-up on my blood work. Oh, my gosh. When the doctor's office called me, they were so impressed with the changes in my levels. It's hard to get a doctor excited, but when my doctor saw the blood work, she was excited. So I got a credit in the fruits and veggies, you know, balance of nature. And considering what I've seen in the blood work, it's well worth the cost. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Right now, balance of nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code results. Right now we are all experiencing something that we have never been through before and one of the big changes is wearing a face cover. But the kind you use really matters because not all offer the same protection. Boomer Naturals has a highly rated consumer face cover with three layers of comfortable breathable cotton polyester blend cloth in sizes for a adults and children. These are in stock now and ship to you fast. These multi-use covers are also very affordable at about 30 cents per day. One reason why these are so highly protective is the inner layer is enhanced with nano silver technology woven into the fabric that may enhance filtration and block droplets in tiny particles. And Boomer donates one face mask cover for every order to nonprofits and charities helping tens of thousands of people in need. Order today at BoomerNaturals.com. Use promo code BUNK20 at checkout and save 20%. That's promo code BUNK20, BoomerNaturals.com, your source for in-stock face covers. This is Michael Medved at MichaelMedved.com for Town Hall. To mainstream media, the designation black conservative represents a contradiction in terms. Conventional wisdom insists African-Americans must automatically identify as progressive or even radical to be true to their racial identity. 
But a bold new film explodes that patronizing assumption with passion, wit, and a series of admirable examples. Uncle Tom features black leaders like Alan West, Herman Cain, Robert Woodson, Candace Owens, and my talk radio colleague Larry Elder, who's also one of the film's producers. Without narration or an overarching storyline, the film provides insightful, sometimes intimate observations in vivid black and white, so the contemporary comments blend seamlessly with stunning historical footage. Uncle Tom is perfectly timed at a moment of accusatory hysteria and race relations. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. You know, through the years, uh, by the way, welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Through the years, I've been called many names and uh, made fun of. I mean, all the way, all the way back to junior high and high school, I wasn't a goody two-shoe by any means, but I was a Christian, and I wasn't ashamed of it. Often took a Bible to school, was involved in Bible studies and groups in high school, and. Uh, because of that, you know, I was called names, a weirdo and, and, and a nerd and who, you know, who knows what else. And Christians who who live for Jesus are kind of accustomed to that. We're out of touch. We're a bunch of old-fashioned Neanderthals. Some places you're called a redneck. Yeah, you're called all kinds of names if you are. If you're really a, a follower of of Jesus, isn't it fascinating that the lifestyle that is advocated by most Bible-believing Christians is proven by doctors, by psychologists, by psychiatrists, the things that are advocated in Scripture are all good stuff. I remember when I was younger, you know, the kids would say, look at all the things you're missing. Because I didn't go to all the parties that everybody else went to, and I wasn't running around drinking, and look at what you're missing. Uh, yeah, look what, yeah, look what I was, I was missing. <laughs> the reason I went off on that little tantrum is uh, an interesting story from Newsmax. Headline, study. Volunteering can increase longevity. Here's the story. If you're older, I would have no idea about that. If you're older, you want to prolong your life. Pardon me. If you're older and you want to prolong your life and you're older and can't read. If you're older and you want to prolong your life, try volunteering. Quote, Humans are social creatures by nature. Perhaps that is why our minds and bodies are rewarded when we give to others, said lead investigator Eric Kim. He is from the Department of Social and Behavioral Sciences and the Center for Health and Happiness at the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health in Boston. Yeah. Can I read that to you again? Now, they spent a a boatload of money on this research. All kinds of people were involved. They surveyed thousands and thousands of people. They wrote pages and pages of analysis, and they came to the conclusion, quote, 
Our minds and our bodies are rewarded when we give to others. Aren't you glad they discovered that? Um, I I remember reading in the Bible somewhere, it is more blessed to give than to receive. I read somewhere else where we are to esteem others better than ourselves. The New Testament especially is filled with admonition. Put other people first. Be involved in service. Treat other people like you would want them to treat you. Um. I I don't think they needed a Harvard School of Public Health in Boston spending thousands and thousands of dollars, hours and hours of research. All they had to do was read their Bible. For the study, the team looked at nearly 13,000 people older than 50 who took part in the U.S. Health and Retirement Study and were tracked for four years. Compared to those who didn't volunteer... Those who volunteered at least 100 hours a year, about two hours a week, had a substantially reduced risk of death and of developing physical limitations during the study period and higher levels of physical activity and improved sense of well-being. The study was published online in the June 11th edition of the American Journal of Preventative Medicine. Quote, Our results show that volunteerism among older adults doesn't just strengthen communities, but enriches our own lives by strengthening our bonds to others, helping us feel a sense of purpose and well-being, and protecting us from feelings of loneliness, depression, and hopelessness, the doctors said in a journal news release. Yeah, that's, that's... all stuff that Jesus taught and Paul taught and the New Testament affirms. I don't know about you, but I find it fascinating. The millions and millions and millions of dollars spent on research that simply substantiate what the Bible has been saying for at least... 2,000 years. And yet, to many of these research scientists, if you would say, you know what, all all of that is advocated in in the Bible, they'd look at you and say, what are you, some kind of religious fanatic? Are you some kind of nutcase? Bible? Oh, no, 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 We We need scientific research. Yeah. Ah, fascinating. All right, we got to take a break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. For Auto Glass America, tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. 
Do you have student loans? If you're behind, if you're late, or even if you're in default on your student loans, we can help cut your payments by up to 50, 75, or even 90%. We provide student loan relief, getting you relief from your student loans fast. No matter how much you owe or how far behind you are on payments, we can fix your student loan problems. Just call 800-643-0718. We've helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loans. Call 800-643-0718. That's 800-643-0718. Again, 800-643-0718. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park online at letstalkfaith.com a service of the Salem Media Group With SRN News, I'm John Scott The White House continuing its push for U.S. schools to reopen in the fall despite a recent surge of COVID-19 cases Speaking at a White House summit this afternoon President Trump congratulated Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for his decision to open schools, saying that other governors should follow suit. We hope that most schools are going to be open. We don't want people to make political statements or do it for political reasons. They think it's going to be good for them politically, so they keep the schools closed. No way. So we're very much going to put pressure on uh, governors and everybody else to open the schools. Among the panel joining the president were the first lady, the vice president, both of whom stressed that Many families rely on open schools for social services, in addition to classroom learning. On Wall Street, stocks are in the red. The Dow down 407 points. The Nasdaq is off 78. This is SRN News. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. To mainstream media, the designation black conservative represents a contradiction in terms. Conventional wisdom insists African Americans must automatically identify as progressive or even radical to be true to their racial identity. But a bold new film explodes that patronizing assumption with passion, wit, and a series of admirable examples. Uncle Tom features black leaders like Alan West, Herman Cain, Robert Woodson, Candace Owens, and my talk radio colleague, Larry Elder, who's also one of the film's producers. Without narration or an overarching storyline, the film provides insightful, sometimes intimate observations in vivid black and white, so the contemporary comments blend seamlessly with stunning historical footage. Uncle Tom is perfectly timed at a moment of accusatory hysteria and race relations. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Our Tennessee Church supports law enforcement. White House Missionary Baptist Church in Jonesboro is giving $1,000 to each member of the local police department as a show of appreciation. Pastor Perry Cleek tells the Christian Post, quote, We wanted to make a bold statement in support of law enforcement. Our desire was for our action to send a symbolic message, but to also show our support in a very practical way by recognizing and supporting each individual employee. Michael Harrington, SRN News. At least a dozen Christians have been arrested by Iran's Revolutionary Guard in recent days 
International Christian Concern says the authorities seem to be targeting house churches, which are illegal in Iran. A larger group of Christians were not arrested but had their smartphones confiscated. ICC says the Revolutionary Guard also took copies of the Bible and other Christian literature. Persecution in Iran has been going on for decades and only getting worse. This is SRN News. A U.S. health panel wants to widen the number of Americans offered yearly scans for lung cancer by opening the screening to less heavy smokers. In 2013, the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force said current or former smokers who'd gone through a pack of cigarettes a day for 30 years or an equivalent amount qualified for the screening starting at age 55. Now in draft recommendations, the task force says it's time to expand screening to those who smoke less and to start a little sooner at age 50. The proposed change comes after a newer study found those people are about as likely to benefit as the heavier, older smokers. Shelley Antler, Washington. Researchers say a recently discovered species of seaweed is killing large patches of coral, and that seaweed spreading more rapidly than anything they've ever seen in northwestern Hawaiian islands. More details at srnnews.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live.
And welcome to Bobberty Live. Thank you for joining me on this Tuesday afternoon. And to those of you listening in Washington, D.C. and in Tampa, Florida, you're saying, who in the world is this guy? Who is this voice coming out of my radio? Well, I have the privilege of sitting in today for my good friend Don Crow on uh, WAVA 105.1 FM in our nation's capital. Don is off for a couple of days, and I also have the wonderful privilege of sitting in for another dear friend, Bill Bunkley, on WTBN Faith Talk 570 and 910 AM in the Tampa, Florida area. We are simulcasting. Columbus, Ohio, Washington, D.C., Tampa, Florida, and it is my great honor and privilege to be your host. Thank you for joining me. Now, let me give you a telephone number uh, to those in the Columbus, Ohio area. This number, uh, I hope you're familiar with it, but those of you in Washington and in Tampa, this is not the number you normally call to be on the radio, but I guarantee you it will work in Florida or in Washington or Virginia or wherever you may be listening. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. 877-262-5483. And I love to hear... From our listeners, and my goodness, these are crazy, insane times that we live in. Wasn't it the most unique, weird, bizarre 4th of July that you have ever spent? It certainly was for my wife and I. Uh, We had family time with some grandkids on Friday, but other than that, uh, we didn't have family together, and I know that many, many people, because of the whole COVID-19 thing, shelter at home, uh, many families who normally have big cookouts and family meetings and family reunions did not. Uh, here in Columbus, Ohio, we have one of the uh, largest fireworks displays in all of America called Red, White, and Boom! We're known all over the country for our fireworks display. Yeah, they may have had a couple of sprinklers. Not sprinklers. Sparklers. (laughs) Sprinklers. Ah, They may have had a couple of sparklers downtown, but that was about it. And I assume, well, no, 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 Washington, D.C. You folks did have some fireworks. Uh the president, it, it, what was what was bizarre for those of you living in Washington, D.C., the president and the first lady hosted the National Fireworks there in Washington, D.C., and yet the major networks ignored the president. I don't know about you, but I just find that unbelievably bizarre. Uh, my wife and I enjoy watching the... Uh, uh, Washington 4th, Capital 4th, I think it's called, and is broadcast on the NPR stations across the country, National Public Radio, and so we recorded it. Not a word about the president, the first lady. So anyway, and uh, Tampa, I, I don't know whether you folks had fireworks down there. And, and by the way, 
Uh, I've had the privilege of filling in for my friend Bill Bunkley on several occasions. And often it's in the winter time, and it's like, you know, two degrees here in Columbus, Ohio, and it's 82 down in Tampa. I just want you to know, those of you in Tampa, Florida, it is hotter today in Columbus, Ohio than in Tampa, Florida. So there. It's going to be like 90, well, I'm not sure. It's The, the prediction is 94 to 96 here in Columbus and Tampa. It's 91. And in Washington, D.C., the forecast is for about 90. So uh, for for once... It is warmer here in Columbus than it is there in Tampa. Anyway, enough of that. Let me give you the telephone number again, 877-BOB-LIVE, because you may just want to get some things off your chest. They're crazy times. People are trying to strip away our history, trying to rewrite history. That's happening all over the country. I already mentioned this is Columbus, Ohio, and they just took down our big statue of Christopher Columbus in front of City Hall. What are they going to do? Change the name of the city? Believe it or not, there are people actually talking about that. Uh, Later on, I have a list of some of the more bizarre occurrences of statues being taken down. Uh, these are these are just crazy times, but here's the thing that has gripped my heart more than anything else. A good friend of mine and a colleague with Salem Media, Kevin McCullough, has written a town hall editorial, and the headline is six weeks, six cities, six hundred murders." We are seeing a literal explosion, and I mean an explosion of violence across America. Six cities, six weeks, 600 murders. Chicago, just this past weekend, one city, Chicago, 69 people shot, 16 people dead. That's just Chicago. New York City is seeing an explosion of violence. Uh, Let's see. Uh, New York City. Homicides thus far in 2020 are up 21% over last year. Shootings are up by 46% over last year. Los Angeles, an increase in June by... You ready for this? 250% of homicides over June of last year. 250%. Chicago, Mayor Lightfoot, the uh, Democratic... Oh, by the way, all of these cities that have an explosion of violence, murders, shootings... They're all controlled by the liberal left. Maybe it's just a coincidence. But anyway, uh, Los Angeles, uh, homicides are up 250% over a year ago. And then Chicago. This past weekend, the mayor of Chicago said, quote, 
we're making progress. Y yeah. Progress? They've already had 1,508 shootings for 2020. That's 350 ahead of last year. Yeah, where is the outrage over this? We'll be back. This is the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. 45 years later comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rice Davies. Watch this captivating film tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. Bill Bunkley here with today's Something to Think About. Our Salem Radio Tampa Bay and Sarasota Florida News Director Roger P. Showman recently reported on a story that a new study indicated that the Internet is not only dangerous to your health, but to your pocketbook as well. Statistics point to an alarming increase in the number of distracted drivers that are typing away on their smartphones while they're behind the wheel of a moving vehicle. Many are having accidents in the process, including those involving injuries as well as deaths. And that dangerous distraction is racking up a sharp spike in auto insurance accident payouts, which will lead to huge increases in your next auto insurance premium notice when that hits your mailbox. So the next time you look over to someone typing and driving, thank them for raising your auto insurance premiums next time around. Catch my show weekday afternoons 4 to 6 on AM 570 and 910. Follow and friend me at Twitter and Facebook at Bill Bunkley. This is Focus on the Family Minute, and sometimes men, I'm guilty of this, get so caught up in the busyness of life that we forget to say three very important words. Here's Ken Davis. Some of you need to leave here and find a telephone and call your father, no matter what age he is, and say, I love you. Some of you who have been mentored by men who care about you need to tell that person, I love you. Some of you who have befriended that young man on a skateboard with a hairdo that could injure people <laughs> need to call that young man and say, I love you. A timely reminder to think and pray about an opportunity to tell someone you know and care for that you love them. It could change their life. Hear more from Ken Davis today at FamilyMinute.org. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. Sometimes we are so prone to listen to what other people think, other people's opinions, their attitudes, getting their approval and their praise, we can't even hear God speak. One of the key ways, and I believe one of the simplest ways that God uses to get your attention and mine to listen to Him is to get us restless. 
You're going about your vocation, your church life, your home life, your everyday life, and there's this restlessness that begins to brew within your own spirit. You can't put your finger on it. You don't know why it's there. You can't identify it. You don't know exactly what's going on, but there's a restlessness in your heart. When that restlessness comes, my friend, the wise thing to do is to stop and give the Lord a little time to say, Lord, are you trying to get my attention about something? Are you trying to say something to me? For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. If the pursuit of excellence has a flip side, I suggest it might be intolerance. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. When you're pursuing excellence, it's easy to forget that in that pursuit, there might be a downside. And most often, it's an attitude of intolerance. You know that's true if you work for a perfectionist or if you yourself are a perfectionist. Overlooking a mistake is, well, it's almost impossible. If you believe winning isn't everything, it's the only thing, watch out. This is probably already a problem for you. Now, I don't know about you, but I've learned a lot more from the times I've lost than in the few times I've won. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Burney Live. Well, it is Bobberty Live, even though you may be listening on WAVA 105.1 FM in Washington, D.C., or WTBN Faith Talk 570 and 910 AM in Tampa, or on WRFD 880 AM and 104.5 FM in Columbus, Ohio. It is uh, my privilege to welcome you again today. <laughs> the news media. I had no intention of going into this. No intention whatsoever. I've got a stack of stories I want to get to, and I want to continue our discussion on six weeks, six cities, and 600 murders. But during the commercial break, we have a big TV monitor here in the studio, and often I make the terrible mistake. You would think I would learn, but uh, I turn off the mute and I listen and... uh, Just listening to Fox News, which just happens to be the station that's on in the studio. And uh, the uh, host, I I won't mention his name, but he has the uh, governor of South Dakota. And to be honest, I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. It's N-O-E-M. Noam. Uh, Anyway, uh, the governor of South Dakota is on, and uh, the uh, host, I started to say his name, is trying to nail her down because, well, Donald Trump was at Mount Rushmore, and she was with Donald Trump, and somebody in the presidential party tested positive for COVID-19. And so he is trying to put her into a corner and say, don't you feel bad? 
that you were so cavalier and you weren't cautious and you were around people who could have had COVID-19 and you're the governor of your state. Don't don't you think? And she goes, "Uh, no, I was tested before. I was tested after we took precautions and did get this. I am not making this up. He is trying to, again, paint her into a corner because she dared to be with the president and other people with and they may not have had masks, you know. And he says, did you hear that the president of Brazil tested positive? And you can see the look in her eyes. She's going, okay, I'm the governor of South Dakota. What does that have to do with the president of Brazil? And you can just see in her eyes. And he goes, did you know that the president of Brazil has tested positive for COVID-19? She said, "Uh, okay. Um, (laughs) I thought, seriously? You're asking the governor of South Dakota about the president of Brazil who tested Anyway. All right. Back to... Back to this explosion of violence across America. Those of you listening in Washington, D.C., did you know that the year-to-date homicide numbers there in your city are 13% higher than a year ago? What about Philadelphia? Shootings are up 67% over last year. Victims of armed violence are up 29%. Murders are up 25% in Philadelphia. By the way, all of these are cities who have suggested, yeah, let's get rid of the police. Yeah, let's, let's get rid of the uh, police. Baltimore. Baltimore is in the midst of a record high number of murders. Last year, they set a new record at 348, and now they are already near 300 for this year. In spite of that, they're going to defund the police by $22 million. And then let's, let's go back to Chicago. Um, 16 dead, 69 wounded in Chicago just this past weekend. And uh, what is the reason? What is the cause? Well, according to Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, it's the COVID-19 virus. Huh? Say what? Yeah, it's the uh, COVID-19 virus. That's why people are shooting, killing each other in Chicago. Uh, Yesterday, she joined CNN for a Monday segment, and she said, and I quote, all of these forces are coming together at the same time and making it very difficult. The ecosystem of public safety that isn't just law enforcement, but it's local community based. They, too, have been really hit hard by COVID. And then she said this, and I quote, this was just yesterday. We're making real progress in slowing shootings. Can I repeat that? We're making real progress in slowing shootings, but we have to do better every single one of us. 
Now, here's the problem. Shootings in Chicago have increased by 71% in May and June. Uh, That's progress. Murders are up 60% over a year ago. Shootings are up 71%. Murders are up by 60%. And that's just the city of Chicago. And again, I quote the mayor, we're making real progress in slowing shootings. A 71 in, in, 71% increase, that's real progress? And here's the saddest thing of all. And this is my ultimate point in this whole segment. Where is the outrage? Six children were killed by gun violence across the nation just this past weekend. Children ages 6 to 14 shot and killed an 8-year-old in Atlanta, Georgia. An 8-year-old in Alabama. A 3-year-old in Chicago. An 11-year-old in Washington, D.C., And the list goes on. We're talking children. Six. None of them accidental shootings, gun violence. And by the way, I believe all of them were black children. All of them. Do their lives matter? Will Al Sharpton be showing up leading a march protesting the killing of innocent little children? Don't don't count on it. Sadly, the outrage over the shooting of blacks, the outrage is very, very selective. And it is indeed sad. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Dr. Anthony Fauci says Alabama and other states with soaring coronavirus rates have a window of opportunity to bring it under control. He spoke in favor of state and local requirements for masks in public, Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Diseases, says the United States is at a resurgence of new coronavirus cases, with cases nearly double the country's previously high baseline. Infection rates have been rising in the South and West. Speaking at a White House summit this afternoon, President Trump congratulated Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for his decision to open schools, saying that other governors should follow suit. Banks and companies that rely on consumer spending Lead stocks broadly lower on Wall Street. The Dow lost 396 points today. The Nasdaq was off 89. The S&P down 34. This is SRN News. During this extraordinary time, pastors are reaching beyond the pulpit by live streaming messages. At letstalkfaith.com, we're helping spread the word by posting links to local church live streams. In fact, if you're a pastor or church media director, you can post your link at no cost. We remain committed to the local church and to providing strength between Sundays. 
Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at com. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. To mainstream media, the designation black conservative represents a contradiction in terms. Conventional wisdom insists African Americans must automatically identify as progressive or even radical to be true to their racial identity. But a bold new film explodes that patronizing assumption with passion, wit, and a series of admirable examples. Uncle Tom features black leaders like Alan West, Herman Cain, Robert Woodson, Candace Owens, and my talk radio colleague, Larry Elder, who's also one of the film's producers. Without narration or an overarching storyline, the film provides insightful, sometimes intimate observations in vivid black and white, so the contemporary comments blend seamlessly with stunning historical footage. Uncle Tom is perfectly timed at a moment of accusatory hysteria and race relations. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. We've all seen that moment in movie credits that says no animals were harmed in the making of this film. As a film director, I rely on the eight decades of experience American Humane brings to safeguarding animals on set. They consult on scripts, advise on locations, training, veterinary care, and so much more. As a director, nothing is more important than making sure everyone is safe, and that includes the animals on set as well. And thanks to the passionate people of American Humane, we can. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad, a funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. When confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code TAMPA to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at SurroundTampa.com. SurroundTampa.com, connecting you with new customers. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney. Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Live. 
And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Whether you're listening on uh, WTBN in Tampa, Florida, WAVA in Washington, D.C., or WRFD in Columbus, Ohio, I welcome you. I have the privilege of being your host today. Here is my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Came across a, uh, an interesting article about uh, the country of Turkey and its uh, radical Islamic leader, President Erdogan. Now, how in the world do you get Erdogan out of E-R-D-O-G-A-N, but that's how you pronounce it, Erdogan, President Erdogan. The uh, president of Turkey has begun a systematic program of removing all of the memories of Christianity from Turkey. And by the way, the country of Turkey has a rich history of Christianity as well as Judaism, both. Jews have a rich history there, and so do Christians. Well, uh, most of you you are aware that uh, the country of Turkey, for quite some time, was basically the only country on planet Earth that had a Muslim majority that provided real religious freedom and liberty. No longer. No longer. Uh, I have been saying this for a long time. Uh, Muslims here in America should absolutely have the right to express, believe, worship as they desire. That is protected by the Constitution of the United States. I would in no way want to infringe upon the religious freedom and rights of Muslims here in in America. At the same time, we need to be very cautious because there is not a single Muslim majority country on the planet that allows for real religious freedom and liberty. Turkey was the exception until Erdogan became president. Uh, before Erdogan became president, Turkey was a predominantly Muslim country, but it was very secular. Uh, the Muslims weren't in control of the government as they are now. So, anyway, anyway, Erdogan, a a, a strident, uh, even militaristic Muslim, has begun a program of, shall we say, rewriting Turkish history and removing every semblance of Christian history in the country. One of his big targets is the, uh, and I'm probably not pronouncing this correctly, and those of you who know how to pronounce it correctly, my apologies, the Hagia Sophia. Today, it is a museum. It was originally one of the largest Christian houses of worship in the country of Turkey. But back in the 15th century, the Muslims conquered the country, took over the the church, 
of Sofia in Istanbul and converted it into a mosque. It was later transformed into a museum. Now, as a museum, it is filled with priceless Christian mosaics, frescoes, and other evidence of the Christian heritage. It's unusual that when the Muslims converted it to a mosque, they didn't destroy all of that. Well, Erdogan now wants to turn the church-turned-mosque-turned-museum back into a mosque, and when he does that, he wants to take away all of the Christian symbolism, the mosaics, the frescoes, and so forth. He wants to erase any evidence of Christianity in this beautiful structure. For a thousand years, it was a Christian house of worship before it became a mosque, then a museum, and now he wants to return it to a mosque, and he wants to destroy any semblance of Christianity. So are you, are you with me? He wants to systematically go around the country and do away with other Christian symbols, Christian buildings, Christian heritage sites, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I think most people would say, my goodness, that's radical. That's evil to destroy history, to rewrite history simply because you disagree with parts of history. Some of you may see where I'm going. Isn't that exactly what the far liberal left activists are trying to do in America? The destruction of statues, monuments, memorials by the far liberal left simply because they don't agree with the life or the lifestyle or the ideology of the person or the movement portrayed in the statue, the painting, the memorial, etc., etc. I think that most reasonable people would look at what ISIS did in Iraq, ancient Babylon, where ISIS blew up Buddhas, blew up uh, places that... uh, were once a Christian place of worship. The world looked on in horror at the radicals who tried to destroy history, rewrite history, remove history. And yet, we are seeing the same thing happen in America. And yet we have many left-leaning politicians in America who are praising this movement. We've got Nancy Pelosi. We've got Chuck Schumer. We have other leftist politicians that are giving encouragement to those that are trying to erase our history simply because they either disagree with it or because they don't like it. When it was happening by ISIS, 
It was a bunch of it was a bunch of religious radicals who should be condemned. Now that it's happening in America, it's a bunch of heroes that are standing for their convictions. My contention contention is they're not standing for their convictions. They're trying to erase a part of our history. And yet the hypocrisy is just absolutely incredible. They want to take down the statue of George Washington because he did own slaves for a time. But they praise statues, busts, and paintings of Margaret Sanger, who founded Planned Parenthood, who was a flaming white supremacist racist. We look at Turkey and we are shocked. We look at Iraq and ISIS and shocked. The same thing has come to America. This is good information leads to preparation, not panic. Here at Faith Talk, we're all about strength between Sundays and good information regarding the coronavirus and its impact in our community. At the top of our homepage at letstalkfaith.com, you'll see a link called Coronavirus Info, and you can click on it for the latest reliable information. So let's trust God, stay well, and stay informed. For the latest, click the Coronavirus Info link at the top of our homepage at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree so you don't have to settle. Now with over 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Now, before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price. With many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit, Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue. Or go to mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? (sighs) Needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. 
I'm Sally Harris for the District 7 Countywide Seat, Hillsborough County School Board. During my last term, I balanced the budget and saved the district $1.2 million in energy costs. I stood strong for Title VI and military families. Now we have some unfinished business. Let's keep our kids safe by teaching coping skills. Let's back educators when it comes to student discipline and provide fair pay and lower cost benefits. Vote for me, Sally Harris, Hillsborough County School Board. I'm Sally Harris, and I approve of this ad. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book, an original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. 45 years later comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rice Davies. Watch this captivating film tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. Every second, someone turns to OnStar for help. Thanks for listening I'm to Star Emergency. This is Judy. Hi, I just had an accident and I need an ambulance, please. Are you injured? I think I'm okay. I'm just scared. I'm pregnant. I'm, I'm eight months. Okay. I have you on Kel Lane and Nell. I'm going to get the 911 setters on the line. 911. My name is Judy with OnStar. I'm going to need police and medical at Kel and Nellis. My subscriber's been involved in an accident. I'll get help out to you. I should call my husband. I can't find my cell phone. Do you want me to call him for you? Will you please? Now you can add this kind of protection to your car with new OnStar FMV. Hello, is this Eddie? Yeah. It's Judy with OnStar. I'm going to bring you on to speak with your wife. Thank you for holding, ma'am. Go ahead. Your husband's on the line. I just had an accident. It was a bad hit. Are you okay? I'm just scared. Baby, I'm, I'm on my way. OnStar is built into many new vehicles, or you can add it to almost any car with new OnStar FMV. Visit OnStar.com for availability, system limitations, and details. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. And I would love it if you would follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Bob Bernie Live. And Bernie is B-U-R-N-E-Y, at Bob Bernie Live. And on Facebook, if you'd like to become a part of our Facebook family, just go to Facebook, do the little search in the upper left-hand corner, and again, put in Bob Bernie, B-U-R-N-E-Y, And you have to add live, Bob Bernie Live. That will bring up our page. Simply like it, and uh, you'll be able to take advantage of all the stories that we're talking about today. And every day, those stories are posted immediately on my Twitter feed and on my Facebook page. All right, the telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877 
262-5483. And we're going to go to Delaware, Ohio. Not the state of Delaware. Delaware, Ohio. And we have the privilege of talking to Jason. Hey, Jason, welcome. Uh, thanks, Pastor. Great show, as usual. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Great stuff. Hey, uh, one quick question and two quick comments. Uh, number one, Kosovo and Kurdish-held territories, I thought those were majority Muslim and governed Muslim, but full religious freedom. And again, I could be wrong about that. Hmm. Hmm. You could be right. Uh, you could be right. I'll check into that. Okay, and then my two quick comments. Sure. Uh, first quick comment is uh, uh, I totally agree with you. I think it's left-wing extremism that's at the base of this and a want of kind of like what they did in Russia in 1917, which is erase the past and get rid of the past, rename right. St. Petersburg to Leningrad, et cetera, et cetera, whatever Stalingrad was before – uh, I can't remember what it was. I think it's back from Stalingrad to whatever the old name was. And just kind of an erasing of the past. I think that's what's going on, especially when you look at who Lincoln was, uh, not individual comments by Lincoln. Um, but I'm, I'm guessing these people, they don't really know. Uh, Lee as well, Robert E. Lee, the general, famous general, if you look at his life story. Uh, number one, I won't go into the weeds faster because of time, but you do a study of Lee, uh, the first people who would want Lee's statue down is the KKK and the neo-Nazis. Sure. I found it greatly ironic during Charlottesville. Uh, those KKK didn't know who they wanted. Uh, they don't even know who he is, but uh, he believed in uh, black people were equal. But that's a whole other story. I don't want to get in the weeds. And then Washington, finally Washington. Oh, my gosh. Uh, if there's anybody uh, who is either ignorant or something else, evil, intentional, Washington was amazing. The man who would would not be king. Google that. Anybody who's listening. And then finally, uh, my last comment is uh, I can understand some statues because statues are in a place of glory. Of course, I don't believe in being ripped down in a moment, but to be voted for just as they were put up. So I kind of understand uh, being a Civil War buff. Nathan Bedford Forrest comes to mind. Alexander Stevens, uh, the vice president of the Confederacy and Jefferson Davis statues. And when you study these men, yeah, it's kind of gross, but uh, Again, I don't want them ripped down. I, and even if they're ripped, you know, taken down lawfully, they should be put in a museum. We should still study these folks. Yeah, don't be like them. Very racist, very brutal. Uh, I, again, I won't get in the weeds. Thanks for the comments, Pastor. Well, That's it. I can take the rest off the well, well, No, 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 no. You know, I was just thinking about, at least in two different locations, Frederick Douglass statues have been torn down and destroyed. Frederick Douglass. A black ex-slave abolitionist who fought for freedom freedom of blacks, and his statue has been torn down in at least two cases. And it's it, it, you said something interesting, Jason. You said either ignorant or evil. And here's here's my take on this, for whatever it's worth, which is probably not a whole lot. I think it is evil people motivating ignorant people. I really do believe that those that are behind this movement are evil. The people who want to rewrite our history, tear down every statue of anybody they disagree with, or, or people that they do agree with. If it's a statue, we got to tear it down. They want to rewrite history. I believe that there is a small group of evil people that are manipulating a whole bunch of ignorant people 
who have no clue what they're doing. Just no clue what they're doing. At least that's my opinion. Yeah, I think I think you might be right. And by the right. by the it's way, really scary. While we were talking, I looked up the uh, population of Kosovo. Now, this is according to Wikipedia, and they're not the you know the uh, the know all end all, but according to Wikipedia, ninety to ninety two percent of Kosovo's population are secular Muslims who are Muslim in name, but not by religion. They are not practicing Muslims religiously. And again, quote, today 90 to 92 percent of Kosovo's population are secular Muslims. Most of them are ethnic Albanians. They're also Slavic-speaking Muslims and so on and so forth. So that might be the key to the fact that they do have religious freedom is that the Muslim, it's like uh, Many, many, many Jews in Israel are not Jews religiously. They are secular Jews. They do not adhere to uh, to Judaism from a, in a religious sense. They're completely secular, but they are still Jews. So that's just my thoughts. But I'll have to look uh, deeper into that, Jason. And I appreciate you bringing that up. Well, I, and and maybe that's why it's maybe it's why it's freedom of religion. Again, uh, yeah. I'm not saying all Muslims are violent. I don't no, 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 no. say that, you know, at all. I know I have friends who I've known longer than my wife who are Muslim. You know, over, that's over 17 years of marriage. Yeah, sure. So, and they, you no, know, no, but, no, no, uh, no. It's very uh, clear yeah. that that not all Muslims or even the majority of Muslims are violent. But right. where right. where the religion is in the majority. I think in almost every case, and I'll have to modify in almost every case, there is no religious freedom or liberty. Uh, correct. It's hard to square with the natural reading of the Koran. Well, sure. That just a, a light study of the Koran. Yeah. It's it, it kind of flows towards that, and that's why the natural flow of Christianity is more totally pacifist. God will take care of it. Mm-hmm. God will, you know what I'm saying? That's why. It's, Anyway, that's what we'll get into the weekend. Yeah. All right. Love hey, Jason, thanks. Bye. Always appreciate your calls. Jason is a corrections officer and um, uh, former military as well. I always try to thank him for his service to our country. All right, folks, uh, we're coming up on a break here in about uh, 15, 20 seconds. Let me give you my telephone number. Uh, I'd love to hear from our listeners here in Columbus, in Washington, D.C., Tampa, Florida. We're going into the 5 o'clock hour. My telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE. Next hour, we might even get into a little NFL. Again, you're listening to Bob Bernie Live. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. This is AM 880 WRFD and 104.5 FM. Life-changing radio. Conservative Amanda Mackey earned the American dream. Mackey escaped a brutal regime that persecuted Christians. She worked her way through college and served in the Pentagon after 9-11. In Congress, Amanda Mackey will stand with President Trump to support our brave police officers, secure the border, and enforce the rule of law. Mackey will protect Florida families from crushing tax increases and eliminate job-killing regulations to rebuild our economy and get Floridians back to work. With Charlie Crist and Nancy Pelosi exploiting the coronavirus to advance socialism, 
Florida needs to send a conservative fighter to Congress. Here's Amanda Mackey. Charlie Crist and Nancy Pelosi want to turn America into a socialist country. Together, we can stop them. Conservative Amanda Mackey has lived the American dream, and now she's ready to defend it as our voice in Congress. I'm Amanda Mackey, and I approve this message. Paid for by Amanda Mackey for Congress. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Trump administration continues to push for U.S. schools to reopen in the fall despite a recent surge in COVID-19 cases. Speaking at a White House summit this afternoon, Vice President Mike Pence stressed that many families rely on open schools for social services in addition to classroom learning. Dr. McCants-Katz told the governors today that 7 million American children suffer from either uh, uh, mental illness or emotional disturbance, and they they principally receive the care uh, from uh, health and, and mental services at their school. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention put out guidance for schools last month, including staggering schedules, spreading out desks, having meals in classrooms instead of cafeterias, adding physical barriers between bathroom sinks and cleaning and disinfecting surfaces. Meanwhile, Education Secretary Betsy DeVos is assailing plans by some local districts to offer in-person instruction only a few days a week. She says schools must be fully operational even amid the pandemic, and anything less fails students and taxpayers. President Trump says on Twitter that Democrats want to keep schools closed for political reasons, not for health reasons. Brazil's President Jair Bolsonaro said Tuesday he's tested positive for COVID-19 after months of downplaying the coronavirus's severity. BBC correspondent Katie Watson says that Bolsonaro's diagnosis has opened him to new criticism due to his prior public statements to minimize the virus's severity. Calling it the sniffles and saying that if he was to get it, he'd feel very little, if anything at all. The World Health Organization has wished the Brazilian president a speedy recovery, adding that his test results showed the virus was still not under control. Bolsonaro confirmed the test results while wearing a mask and speaking to reporters in the capital of Brasilia on Tuesday. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Christian Relief comes by boat in one part of the world. A network of thousands of Asian churches is bankrolling the Servant 2, a 40-foot-long river touring vessel that is working its way around the region, bringing food and other supplies to areas hammered by Cyclone Amphan. Eastern India and Bangladesh got the worst of it. 
Many of the victims were already living in poverty and losing their homes and small sources of income has been devastating. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Churches are reopening in China, but only under circumstances. The government has eased its coronavirus lockdown, but houses of worship are last on the list to open and they have to pass a test. The Religious Freedom website Bitter Winter reports a congregation must hold a ceremony raising the Chinese flag and singing the national anthem before it can reopen its sanctuary. China's in the midst of a multi-year crackdown on Christianity designed to lower the profile of the faith and make it submissive to the communist government. This is SRN News. A spokesman for the head of the Russian space agency has been arrested for treason. The FSB Security Service has released a video of Ivan Safronov being arrested and searched, hands up against the van. His detention and the charge of treason has shocked fellow journalists and friends here. The FSB accuses him of passing on state secrets to an intelligence agency of a NATO country. Information, it says, concerned military cooperation and Russian defence. The Kremlin spokesman, who's praised Mr Safronov's work in the past, told the BBC he doesn't believe the charges linked to his journalism. But Dmitry Peskov today also praised Russia's counterintelligence agents, saying their work was of a very high quality. The BBC's Sarah Rainsford in Moscow. Authorities are looking for a Missouri man accused of punching a 12-year-old street performer in the head in an attack captured on Facebook Live and has been viewed thousands of times. More details at srnnews.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. The Bob Bernie Live, if you were not listening earlier and you're listening in the Tampa Bay area or the Washington, D.C. area, you may be thinking, who is this voice? Well, my name is Bob Bernie, and I have the privilege of hosting my program, Bob Bernie Live, in Columbus, Ohio. But occasionally I have the privilege of sitting in for Don Crow in Washington, D.C. and Bill Bunkley in Tampa, Florida. But every once in a great while, I get to do both. And today is one of those days. We are simulcasting today in Columbus on WRFD, Washington, D.C. on WAVA, and Tampa, Florida on WTBN. And to all three of those audiences, I thank you for allowing me to be your host this afternoon. Thank you. My telephone number... 877-BOB-LIVE. 
877-262-5483. Now, if the NFL actually has a season, and I think that is still in question, I know plans have been made and uh, they're trying to talk about whether they have any preseason or not. And one day I hear, yeah, they're going to have a two-game preseason. And others, uh, the next day I hear, no, there's going to be no preseason at all. Uh, There will be a limited number of uh, fans in the stands. And then I hear, no, there will be no fans in the stands. And then I hear other people say, we're not going to have a season at all. So at this point, I don't think we know for sure, but one thing that has been announced, if indeed we have an NFL season, well, the national anthem is going to be quite interesting. Several NFL players have already said, I'm on my knees. I'm not standing. I'm not putting my heart over uh, my hand over my heart. I am protesting. Really? Seriously? A multi, multi, multi millionaire football player is uh, protesting. Well, anyway, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick, you know, began that movement. And uh, was kind of alone at first, and then a few others, a handful of others. Well, uh, if if interviews in the last couple of weeks or any indication, there are going to be a lot of NFL players that are going to take a knee. So first, my question is, is that going to impact whether you go to the games, whether you watch the games? Is that going to impact your attitude towards football? Uh, hey, I've been a f- fan of football for a long, 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 long time. I grew up in the Los Angeles area. Uh, I had two uncles that loved the L.A. Rams, and they used to take me to the Rams football games. Uh, I, I, growing up in Southern California, USC, UCLA, you know, uh, so I grew up a real football fan, and you know, then I married a girl from Ohio, and Uh, Slowly but surely, she has converted me to being a Buckeye. Yeah. Which, by the way, in the first preseason poll, number one, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, But but anyway, of course, that's college. Uh, Here in Ohio, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. We have the Cleveland Browns. Those of you in Washington, D.C. have the Washington Redskins. And, of course... An enormous amount of controversy about the naming of the Redskins. And finally, the ownership of the Redskins announced, you know, we're seriously thinking about changing the name. Which, to me, hey, I don't live in Washington, D.C., but I think that's a little bizarre because the name Redskins was chosen to honor Native Americans. In fact, the current logo used by the Washington Redskins was designed by a Native American and felt it was quite an honor as a Native American to design the logo for an American NFL team. And then, of course, those of you in Tampa Bay have the Buccaneers and you got you got Tom Brady. Yeah, he may be over the 
Hill. But anyway, uh, you you do have uh, one of the greatest football players of all time. So anyway, uh, all three of our audiences have a real foundation in football, uh, college, NFL, and so forth. So my number one question, and I'd love to hear from you, does it matter to you whether the players stand and honor the flag of the national anthem and our armed services? Do you care whether the players kneel in protest? That's question number one. And number two, the uh, commissioner of the NFL has announced preliminarily that at least in the first NFL game, I don't know whether this is a plan for the entire season, but in the first NFL game, there will be two national anthems. The Star Spangled Banner, which is the national anthem of the United States of America, and Lift Every Voice and Sing, which is commonly called the, quote, Negro National Anthem. Now, that was back in 1919. The NAACP declared Lift Every Voice and Sing the, and again, I'm quoting from the NAACP, the Negro National Anthem. Obviously, today it would be called the Black National Anthem. My question, how in the world is playing two national anthems going to unite us? I realize I'm not necessarily the brightest bulb in the candelabra. I admit that readily. But that seems extremely divisive to me. And and here's here's my greatest concern. The civil rights movement of the 50s, 60s, early 70s, which I'm not an expert on by any means, but very familiar with it. That was my generation. Grew up in Southern California. Uh, watched the riots and the, the civil rights movement and the incredible, important, vital gains made by Martin Luther King Jr. and other civil rights activists who not only marched, but many of them gave their lives for equality, integration, the end of segregation. I am now seeing a new movement to roll back what Martin Luther King Jr. and others fought so hard for. I am seeing a new segregation. We have taught in our schools for years that separate but equal was evil. And I agree. I think that whole separate but equal thing was evil. And now we have a new movement, not from the right, but from the radical left, saying, okay, you white people, you get your national anthem, that's the Star Spangled Banner, and us black people, we're going to have our national anthem lift every voice and sing. That is going to provide unity? 
in my humble opinion, I think it's going to do nothing but cause enormous division in America. I think it's a terrible, horrible decision by the NFL. But I'd love to hear what you have to say. i got to take a break. When we come back, Sandy in Westerville, Ohio, will be up first. But I have a couple of phone lines for you. Washington, D.C., what do you think? Tampa, Florida, what do you think? 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Right now, you may feel lonely or isolated. Faith Talk is here for you. By radio, live stream, and podcast, we continue to share God's Word 24 hours a day. And now at letstalkfaith.com, we're posting links to local church live streams so you can stay connected to the body of Christ in our community. We remain committed to encouraging you in Christ and to providing strength between Sundays. Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 930 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 930 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, senior pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. See, if you're going to choose a God, I would submit you want to choose the most powerful. Don't just go along with the crowd. Don't plead ignorance. Look in Jeremiah 32. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. I'm the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. As America sits at a standstill, God is calling His people to action, to spread hope, light, and truth. If you've ever felt the tug to share your story by writing a Christian book, now is the time to embrace the stillness and put pen to paper. Join us now at ChristianAuthors.com, where we're linking arms with believers to heed the Great Commission and get Christian books into the hands of readers. That's ChristianAuthors.com, where we're amplifying truth to see lives changed. Get your free guide to Christian publishing today at ChristianAuthors.com. Hi, I'm Sally Harris, founder of Circle C Ranch Academy, a nationally accredited preschool celebrating 40 years in South Tampa. Our mission is to love, nurture, and educate young children in a safe, appropriate environment. We use horseback riding to develop large motor skills and an appreciation for animals. Circle C Ranch Academy has held the gold seal of excellence from the Department of Children and Families since 1999. Visit ccranchacademy.com. That's ccranchacademy.com. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. To mainstream media, the designation black conservative represents a contradiction in terms. Conventional wisdom insists African Americans must automatically identify as progressive or even radical to be true to their racial identity. But a bold new film explodes that patronizing assumption with passion, wit, and a series of admirable examples. Uncle Tom features black leaders like Alan West, Herman Cain, Robert Woodson, Candace Owens, and my talk radio colleague, Larry Elder, who's also one of the film's producers. Without narration or an overarching storyline, the film provides insightful, 
sometimes intimate observations in vivid black and white. So the contemporary comments blend seamlessly with stunning historical footage. Uncle Tom is perfectly timed at a moment of accusatory hysteria and race relations. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon, only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code TAMPA to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. You're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Burney Live. And a wonderful, steamy afternoon to all of you in Columbus, Ohio, where it is uh, above 90 degrees. Tampa, Florida, where it is slightly above 90. And in Washington, D.C., where it's hovering close to 90 degrees. It certainly is July. Welcome. My telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE. We're talking about the NFL and their policies. How will it impact your support of the NFL? Do you care? Does it matter that many of the players have already stated, we're not standing for the anthem. We're going to protest. We're going to kneel. And uh, then they have announced in a, I don't think it's a solid made-in-stone decision, but they have made an announcement that at least the first NFL game they're going to sing the National Anthem, the Star-Spangled Banner, and the Black National Anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing. And they say that's going to unify America. Are they crazy? All right, I want to hear what you have to say. My phone lines are full. If you're trying to get through, please wait just a minute. Wait for one of our callers to hang up. And then dial immediately, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. And to those of you that are holding, 
Hang tight. I'll get to you just as soon as I can. First up is Sandy in Westerville, Ohio. Hi, Sandy. Welcome. Hi, Bob. How are you today? I am well. Thank you for asking. (laughs) Good. I hope everyone is well on these steamy afternoons we're having. Uh, I called to comment, obviously, on what you're talking about. Uh, The NFL, I... We're done with them. We're a football family, but even my son-in-law said, you know what, this is just ridiculous. I've had enough. <laughs> I don't need to watch football. <laughs> really? So you you yes. folks you you folks are done. We we truly, they've just gotten so ridiculous that I mean, I mean, common sense and critical thinking just apparently they don't coincide with anybody much yeah, anymore yeah. so I, it's just they're just carrying it to a total extreme all right what was what was the final straw the the kneeling or the or the national anthem thing no yeah you know i've been done with them for a lot i mean for everything but basically for this thing with the anthem because here's how i think about it i look at it i think this is a terrible insult to african-americans I think it's a horrible, horrible insult because they are segregating them from the rest of us. We are all people of color. I have dear, dear friends that are African-American, and they're basically telling them, well, you know, that's for everybody, every American. That's not something that needs to be. All right. All right, Sandy, thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Maryland and talk to Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. You're on Bobberty Live. Thank you for calling and welcome. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for the open-ended question and the um, conversation so that we can my, all share. Uh, my pleasure. Are you a, are you a Redskins fan? Uh, no, no. I'm a, I'm a fair weather fan for football. When it's in the- <laughs> <laughs> you would, you would fit in Ohio with the Cleveland Browns. Listen, I'm in Maryland and uh, from New York originally. So when it's exciting and there's a lot of hype and I'm in there, uh, you know, okay. whoever's winning, I'm with you. And so I just, I like the camaraderie, people getting together um, and so that's the kind of fan. All right. So what, what are your thoughts yeah. about the so, changes um, that yeah. are being proposed? Absolutely. So I think that um, it, it's important for all Americans to be fully aware of the entire um, national anthem and that there there are some sections that are not, uh, let's say one of my words, I have grandchildren, warm and fuzzy when it comes to uh, black people. Um, and so whereas it may be perceived that it's segregating, the other option would be, are Americans willing to revise the national anthem? Absolutely not. I'm going to answer that question. As an African-American, it is not up to revision. And so because there is that section that is not as favorable, not as warm and fuzzy to that to our community, then one option, there's always so many options, is to include another uh, song in the ceremony. Um, it's just like if you're at a gathering, back to gatherings, if someone says, hey, my gathering is an all-hamburger gathering. You're like, oh, my gosh, I really like hot dogs. They're like, nope, we're only going to have this hamburger. We're not going to have hot dogs. 
But then if someone says, hey, listen, I'm going to bring a hot dog, then you feel included. You're like, listen, I really thank you for taking the time out to think about what I like, to think about what's warm and fuzzy to me, and to include that as a part of the festivity. So it's not necessarily divisive if you are really aware of the contents of the national anthem, anthem and how it is not fully favorable to all Americans. Well, have you, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but have you really looked no, deeply I'm, into the lyrics that are supposedly racist and the background mm-hmm. behind them? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, so have I, and I don't think it was racist at all. Uh, okay. But, okay, but um, but what you do you... open-minded. What, what is, you know, sometimes what I think that we don't do is when people have an opposing opinion, and say, share with me, share with me your perspective of how you interpreted those words, and then I can share. Also. Okay, and, and I may do that later on. I'm running out of time, sure, and I don't sure. have time now. But, sure. but, do you not feel that a national anthem declared to be for only one portion of America? You don't feel that that's divisive. Should we have a, an American Indian? A Native American national anthem? Should we have an Italian American national anthem? Should we have an Asian American national anthem? Well, I think that what America is really good at is really, whether it's the women's movement, whether it's uh, children's suffrage, is when there is an issue, when American can be honest and say, hey, we're, we're, we're needing to look in the mirror. We have an issue. How can we make this particular community feel more welcomed. And so the issue right now is black Americans. And so in terms of feeling inclusive, uh, you know, the, the biggest concern is the people who are hired to serve and protect may not always do that equally. And so if that's the concern and it's proven and factual, we have case after case after case that there are some egregious concerns, then what actions, and you know, when someone said, uh, someone thinks that this one action is going to heal and solve all the problems. I don't think that anyone, the NFL is not thinking that them including an extra song is going to solve okay. all of America's problems. So and, and I've, got, I've only got about action 10. Action after action. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wish I had more time, Bonnie. But thank you for your call. I appreciate it very much. And I mean that sincerely. Thank you. All right. Bonnie thinks it's a good thing to have two national anthems at NFL games. I can't see how that's going to unify, but I'd love to hear from you. 8-7. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos is assailing plans by some local districts to offer in-person instruction only a few days a week. She says schools must be fully operational even amid the pandemic, and anything less fails students and taxpayers. DeVos made the remarks during a call with governors as the Trump administration launched an all-out effort to get schools and colleges to reopen. Audio of the call was obtained by the AP. President Trump has insisted that schools and colleges return to in-person instruction as soon as possible. He says on Twitter that Democrats want to keep schools closed for political reasons, not for health reasons. A bad day on Wall Street as the Dow dropped 396 points 
to 25,890, the Nasdaq dropping 89, the S&P lower by 34. More details at srnnews.com. During this extraordinary time, pastors are reaching beyond the pulpit by live streaming messages. At letstalkfaith.com, we're helping spread the word by posting links to local church live streams. In fact, if you're a pastor or church media director, you can post your link at no cost. We remain committed to the local church and to providing strength between Sundays. Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at com. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm. The faith is not away. Eternal in the heavens. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. I'm Sally Harris, running for the District 7 seat, Hillsborough County School Board. As owner of Circle C Ranch Academy, a top woman-owned business, I am fiscally responsible. Having fostered over 30 children, I am compassionate. As a leader, I have unfinished business. Let's teach kids coping skills and ensure safety and mental health. Let's increase vocational training and let's consider self-insurance to put money back in teachers' pockets. Vote for me, Sally Harris, Hillsborough County School Board. I'm Sally Harris and I approve of this sad. This is Hugh Hewitt for Town Hall Review. If you're like me, you want more than just facts. You want insight from people you trust. People like Dennis Prager, Michael Bedved, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, and of course me, your host each week on the Town Hall Review, a weekly roundup of the news. Tune in each week and visit our website at townhallreview.com. That's townhallreview.com. The Town Hall Weekend Review, Sunday mornings at 4 and again Sunday night at 10 on Faith Talk 570 and AM 910 WTBN. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. 
There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation. A promise kept for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney. Bob Burney Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Welcome again to Bob Burney Live. Whether you are listening in uh, Columbus, Ohio, Tampa, Florida, or Washington, D.C., we're talking about the NFL. Uh, A number of key NFL players have already said when the national anthem is played, they will not stand, they will kneel in protest. Does that bother you? Does that trouble you? The NFL has also announced, although I don't think the decision has been carved into stone, that at least in the first NFL game, they will play the Star Spangled Banner and what is normally called the Black National Anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing. My question, is that going to bring unity or division? Now, I'm going to go to the phones and uh, Julio and Maryland, you're up next, so hang tight. But I I just want to say this, if I have time later on, I'll, I'll go into more detail. When you hear that the National Anthem is racist, it's because of the third verse that no one ever sings anymore because we're not quite sure what Francis Scott Key meant. But there is a reference to slaves in the third verse. Most historians that I have read believe that he is talking about the slaves that were fighting for the British army. So they were the enemy. They were fighting against America, the the colonies and so forth. And so they were part of the enemy. But anyway, maybe we'll have more time to get into it. But don't just take for granted what the revisionists are saying. And there's a reason why most people have no idea that verse even exists, because it has not been sung for years because of not only the controversy, but the confusion. Nobody is absolutely certain what Francis Scott Key meant, and so it's not sung ever anymore. And I think that's important to remember. All right, we're going to go to Maryland and talk to Julio. Julio, I am honored that you called today. You're on Bobberty Live. Welcome. Yes, hi, how are you? I am well and blessed, Julio. Thank you for asking. What's on your mind? So am I. So am I. Uh, listen, I, I arrived here at the United States 46 years ago, and I really was impressed when I first came. This was such an order. Everybody abide by the uh, traffic laws. Everybody was showing respect. Everybody was waiting in line. Uh, to uh, to get to the cashier and this and that. But uh, now we are at a situation where everybody wants their way. Mm-hmm. And and this is endless. The more we get, the more we will keep asking. Yeah. And so now we want to have the uh, 
Uh, what was it? Can you repeat for me, please? Uh, what was the national anthem, right? The one it that lift, I know. Lift, lift every voice and sing, which is known as the Black National Anthem. It was declared that uh, many years ago by the NAACP. And where did you come from, Julio? I'm from El Salvador, Central America. Okay, sure, sure. And I see a problem with this uh, because now... Uh, it's going to be as Hispanics that we will try to have our anthem also included in it, and then the uh, other nationalities that are being blessed to be here in America. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to be able to please everybody. And we just we just want to rewrite, uh, you know, the values of America, and we want to actually uh, we we're headed to anarchy. And it doesn't matter what we're, what is given to us, we were never will be pleased. Yeah. Well, Julio, thank you for your perspective. It certainly is a perspective that I can't bring to the table. I was born and raised here. So I appreciate it. I honor it. And I thank you, Julio. Thank you so much. Thank you for letting me uh, take part in the conversation. My, my pleasure. Interesting. Julio said, well, next, would there be a Hispanic national anthem? I think that's an honest question. All right, again, back to Maryland, and Troy is on the line. Hey, Troy, welcome. Thank you for calling. Hi, how you doing? I am well. <laughs> okay, so um, interesting show today, and I was almost, almost looking forward to something like this, uh, just for the conversation's sake and so forth. And uh, so, um, yeah, I'm a Redskins fan. Um but not really calling in about that. Uh, I hope they keep the name. You, you taught me something new I didn't know today. But uh, the main reason I'm chiming in is just because of the national anthem. I happen to sing that, and I'm saying it to a couple of different uh, minor stadiums and so forth. Have you so really? I, I actually know. Yes. How uh, wonderful. So I know that. Go ahead. No, I think that's wonderful. Uh, I have a dear friend who used to sing the national anthem for the. Uh, uh, the uh, Angels, the Los Angeles Angels and the Dodgers out in California. That's quite an honor to do that. So, again, thank yeah, you for cool. thank you for doing that. Amen. So uh, it's, it's my pleasure. So I've kind of studied this and so forth. And um, just as a, a, a comment on the, the third verse, I think that's just a neutral statement that's made. It wasn't intended as a racial statement at all. And so, and it's basically backing up the history of what was going on at that particular time. And, and it doesn't say anything bad. It just says that no refuge can save the hireling and slave because it's just talking about what was going on at that particular battle even. I mean, there was even one particular um, um, black slave that actually enlisted for the American side. And he was actually, um, uh, and they didn't know it at the time, but he joined, volunteered, and he was killed during that battle right there at Fort McHenry. So... You know, this comes down to uh, um, not only revisionist history, but you've got uh, special interest groups and so forth. And I don't think that they should be allowed, and, you know, and hopefully there's going to be a big, a big la- backlash on this, whatever, but at stadiums, by people to use their special interest, um, you know, platforms to try to use that as a reason for taking the knee, uh, you know, at stadiums, which was only designed as taking the knee is when somebody was injured on the field. Right. So, uh, and is why what I understand from the first guy that actually did it, he wasn't really, you know, it's just something he wanted to do. It wasn't he wasn't even really that committed to what his cause was the first time this got done. Now it's kind of like spread by like wildfire. But anyway, um, 
so you've got all these people that you know um, that are trying to uh, not only revise history, but they're they're trying to make it their special interest, uh, you know, and to change things that way. And you know, history is history. And uh, Francis Scott Key, who wrote that song, was an honorable man. I mean, he went into court to defend uh, um, either enslaved blacks or free blacks on it, you know, on his own time, his own money that he paid for it because they couldn't afford for themselves. So. This was an honorable man, and uh, he actually, even though he had slaves, um, he released them all in 1817, and he was actually trying to help, and he formed an organization, but it, it kind of fell apart over the years, and yeah. uh, that part I don't know, but uh, to try to, uh, to, to make it so everybody could be released at some point and, you know, and, and a provision made for that. But you'd have to study that. I won't go into that, but, yeah. you know, uh, so right. this man was an honorable man. So and so was the song. So for the, for somebody to, to just change this and try to destroy this and say we need to replace it, that's wrong. The national anthem is the national anthem. There is no other na- uh, anthem, and you know it was signed in by Congress and so forth. So it is our national anthem. So my my opinion is against uh, anybody right. having another one to go with that. All right, Troy. Thanks. I appreciate it. You keep on singing. All right. I, I plan to. Thank you. All right. God bless you. Thanks so much for calling. Uh, I'm coming up on a break here in about 30 seconds. Uh, When we come back, I'm going to go to CJ in Columbus. But uh, I need to take maybe just two minutes when we come back and to read to you that third verse that's controversial, that is never used anymore, not just because it's controversial, but it's confusing. But if we put it into context... It's difficult to interpret it as racist. Tell you what I mean when we come back. 877-BOB-LIVE is my number. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. I'm not lying. My conscience testifies with me, enlightened and prompted by my spirit. So the connection is... Simon Peter received it through his conscience working with the Holy Spirit. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree, so you don't have to settle. Now, with over a 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price. With many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit, Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue. Or go to mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. Writing a Christian book... You're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? 
Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press, and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need for the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day. Join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at Godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's Godvine.com. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad, a funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. When confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code TAMPA to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Bernie. And 104.5 FM, life-changing radio. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Okay, I'm going to go back to the phones. CJ in Columbus, I'm going to get to you in just a moment, but I 
I absolutely have to deal with this thing about whether the Star Spangled Banner is racist. It's the third verse that uh, Francis Scott Key wrote. Most of you know that it began as a poem, The Defense of Fort McHenry. It was after he witnessed the failure of the British assault on the Fort McHenry, which guarded Baltimore, during the War of 1812. Francis Scott Key is talking about this one battle, and in the third verse, he is dealing with the enemy, the British, and he says this. This is the third verse. And where is that band? He's talking about the enemy, the British. And where is that band who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion, a home and a country should leave us no more? Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution. No refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. Now, here is the fact. The British Army had American slaves who joined that army and fought against America. Francis Scott Key is talking in the third verse about the enemy in general. And then he says, even the hireling and the slave was not safe from the American troops. Uh, I think most reasonable people who know the context would not interpret that as being racist. He's simply talking about the enemy, who included hirelings and slaves. All right, I'll leave it at that. Let's go to CJ in Columbus. CJ, thank you for being so patient. You're up next on Bobberty Live. Welcome, and thank you for calling. Well, welcome indeed, and I thank you, Bob. And the caller you had just before the break, that was absolutely outstanding. That man knows history. And um, I'll tell you, to be very honest, I'm not sure this afternoon if I am more grieved or if I am more annoyed. Um, My mother, before she passed away, she would often say to me, I grew up during Jim Crow. She says, I remember when... My father or my brothers had to step off of a sidewalk if a white person was coming or we had to look down and couldn't look somebody in the face. And yet, you would not know of anybody that was more proud of her country than that woman. So let me just say this because I know you've got other callers. I think it is absolutely hypocritical that NFL players making millions of American dollars are talking about they are not proud of their country and that they are planning to kneel during the national anthem. So I would have a suggestion. Uh, perhaps they'd like to resign from the NFL and stop earning all those filthy American dollars. Or maybe they'd like to use some of their millions of dollars toward helping the grieving families of some of these children that have just been murdered in Chicago and in other cities, not by policemen, but by drug dealers and other black people. I am not saying that there is never a person who happens to be white who is a police person, who is a police man or woman, who has taken the life of a black person. Statistically, that is minuscule. The number is minuscule, and this denigrating of our police officers, it is shameful, 
and NFL players take making all those millions of American dollars, they need to find a more constructive way to express their frustration. Let me ask you a really, really quick question, CJ, and really quick, because I do want to get to another caller. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. I was told by someone through Facebook today that just the phrase black-on-black crime is offensive to black Americans. What say what you? What are they proposing that someone would say? I forgot. It was a long-involved statement that we should use instead of saying black-on-black black because that's offensive. Yes. What What would they propose to be said? Uh, or would they propose it? Well, well I'd have to, I'd have to look it back up again. But it was uh, it was strange. But you don't find that offensive. That's just a statement of fact. What I find a whole lot more offensive, Bob, is all of this. And I'm and I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying not I'm trying to be kind here. What I find a whole offensive is supposed concern about Black Lives Matter while black people are being killed in the streets, and nobody gives a rip about those children that were murdered. Nobody is trying to get any money to them. The Black Lives Matter organization doing zero in terms of the millions of little black babies that are being murdered in the womb. I think it's a whole lot of hypocrisy. That is what offends me. All right. CJ, thanks. I always appreciate your call. God bless you. Thank you. I appreciate you. you. God All bless right. you, too. Thank All right. You. We're going to go to Washington, D.C., and we've got Renee on the line. Renee, thank you for your patience and holding. You're on the air. Yeah. Um, thank you for taking my call. I just think that um, I'm a black uh, woman in D.C., and um, I don't watch football, but um, I think that the – the, uh, there shouldn't be two songs because just like the other uh, caller has said, it's just going to keep trickling trickling down to something horrible like the Spanish. They're going to need it. And it's, it's just going to it's just going to be something really ugly in the end. And I just think that it needs to stay. I read the Star Spangled Banner and I don't feel that it is racist. I feel that the owner who the person who wrote it, we need to look at the character of that person of the writer, and uh, if we look at the character of the writer who wrote it, then I think that, you know, we should really look at that. And the second thing I wanted to make as a black woman, um, I with the Black Lives Matter, to topple on top of the other caller from a black woman, I too feel, you know, if black lives matter, I really think that black people, we should start making a statement within ourselves and stop killing our own. I'm going to say black-on-black crime because black-on-black do kill with the gangs and stuff. And I understand social and economics, but my thing is, if we're going, and I do agree with, you know, Black Lives Matter, and I am aware that black people get treated worse than the police, but we we need to start with our own selves and stop killing ourselves first, I believe. Well, bless your heart, Renee. I am so grateful for your call. And for your stand, I appreciate it. And uh, your attitude will bring healing and restoration racially. And that's the attitude that we who follow Christ must possess and demonstrate. I'm honored that you called, Renee. God bless you. Thank you. Got to go. But thanks for the call. And uh, I appreciate all of you listening. And uh, I'm sorry I couldn't get to all of your phone calls. Let's do it again tomorrow. 
Have a wonderful evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. And now, your daily dose of hope from God's Word. Here's Pastor... 